Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hi, and welcome to another episode of Photo Taco here on the Improved Photography Network. Thanks so much for your download today. I am Erica Kay, and I am one of the hosts of the Portrait Session podcast, also on the Improved Photography Network. And today I'm going to continue talking about some advice that I have for those of you who are interested in photographing weddings. Um, today, specifically, I'm going to talk about how to take a killer ring shot. As most of you know, Ring shots are really important on a wedding day. Other than the photos, the rings are really the only thing that a couple will have forever. So it's important to be able to um, take a little bit of a time throughout the wedding day, at some point in the wedding day, to really get a killer shot of both the the bride and the groom's rings. So some tips that I have for you. Um, The first thing is lights. You obviously are going to need to light your rings. Um, Typically, these are macro type shots. So you're going to be using a macro lens like a a 100 millimeter or 105 millimeter. Um, So you're going to need a lot of light to get in there. Um, So I have a variety of different lights that I like to use. My my go-to light is my ice light. I've talked about this a lot on um, the Improved Photography podcast and the Portrait Session podcast, but the ice light is a light that I absolutely love to use, whether it's for ring shots or um, portraits or whatever I'm doing. Um, it has a beautiful, nice, natural light. You can adjust the settings, um, and it just works really well for things like this. So I like to use my ice light a lot, but when I'm looking to kind of um, spotlight a ring instead of kind of lighting the whole environment that I have set up for the rings, I'll use some smaller lights, like smaller video lights, uh, flashlights, um, small little, I don't even know what they're called. I think they're like fishing lights or hunting lights that I've bought at a, a an outdoor store and they're just like a little tiny light. They actually have camouflage print on them. They're totally not attractive um, and they're definitely not made for photography, but they work really well for lighting little tiny stuff like rings. Um, so make sure that you kind of stockpile your your light selection so that you have a variety of different lights, a variety of different temperatures and sizes and shapes um, so that you can experiment and come up with, you know, quite a selection of different looks for your your uh, ring shots. Another suggestion I have, I mentioned this briefly a couple minutes ago, make sure you're using a macro lens. Um, you want to be able to zoom in really, really close on the rings. Um, and you're not going to be able to do that if you're using a non-macro lens. You can't really do that with a 50 or a 35 or even a 70 to 200. Um, you're going to want to use a macro lens. I use the Canon um, 100 millimeter L series lens um, and it's a beautiful lens. I know other people who use the 105. Um, so find a macro lens and um, invest in that for a really good ring shot. Another um, tip I have for you is to build yourself a little ring kit that you carry with you on wedding days. So I have a like a one of those big, large Ziploc bags uh, that I keep stuff in, and it's just in my bag. And some of the things that I keep on it or in it are uh, dental wax, 
So I use the dental wax to kind of keep rings in place if I have them sitting upright or want to kind of stack them on top of each other or whatever. I use a little bit of dental wax. Um, It's really easy to clean off. It doesn't leave, you know, like oil stains or anything, um, but it's really helpful. So I keep dental wax in my ring kit. I do keep a little bit of cleaner in my ring kit just in case the wax leaves a mark. I can clean the rings off. I also keep a mirror or a little piece of a mirror so that you can have a nice reflective surface. And then also I I keep um, sparkly things, uh, specifically sparkly um, scrapbook paper, sparkly pipe cleaners, sparkly jewels, anything that kind of sparkles and will create some sort of beautiful, colorful, sparkly bokeh in the background of a ring shot. Um, Another thing that I like to carry with me is Uh, Christmas lights. I have a couple of strands of battery powered Christmas lights that I keep in my bag and that can make for some really cool uh, bokeh in the background if you get far enough away from the lights and just kind of set them up so that there are twinkling lights all in the background. It can make for a really cool shot. Um, Another thing that you might want to think about is shooting through things. Um, So don't just shoot the ring itself, but shoot through things. I have shot through lace, which creates a really cool effect in the foreground. I've shot through sparkly stuff, which creates some really cool sparkles in the foreground. And that, so if you have the the sparkles next to your camera and then you have the ring and then you have more sparkles behind the ring, that creates a really awesome shot. Uh, Just sparkles and glitter everywhere if the ring's right there in the center of it. You can also shoot shoot through lights, other fabrics, flowers, anything, you know, that kind of, um, you know, looks nice and it's going to create some sort of nice bokeh in the foreground. Another thing that you might want to think about doing is experimenting with reflections. I have a prism that I ordered on Amazon. It's just a glass prism that I put in front of my lens sometimes and just kind of move it around until I get a really cool reflection. Sometimes you can double up the rings and get like a side-by-side shot of the rings with this reflection, or you can get some nice light into the prism and create some cool um, like uh, flares of light from the prism. Um, So just experiment with reflections to add a little extra oomph into your photo. And then the final thing is that you need to think about are your settings, uh, specifically your depth of field. So when you're shooting macro, if you shoot wide open, it's going to fall off really quick. If you shoot at 2.8, you're going to get a tiny piece of the diamond in focus and everything else is going to be extremely out of focus. So I suggest shooting at F9 or higher um, because that's going to make sh- that's going to guarantee that your all of the diamonds, all of the bands, everything is nice and sharp and in focus. Sometimes I think it's nice to shoot a little more wide open than that and just get the diamond nice and crisp. But um, typically you're going to want to get the whole band and and the diamond in focus and shooting at F9 or F11 or even higher than that is going to allow you to be able to do that and still uh, maintain some nice bokeh in the background. Okay, I hope these tips were helpful. Uh, I would love to see some of the ring shots that you guys come up with using some of these tips, um, and maybe I can share some with you guys as well. Be sure to stay tuned to Photo Taco for other great photo tips from me and the other podcasters here on the Improved Photography Network. You can also follow Photo Taco on Twitter. Uh, The handle is at Photo Taco. You can even um, suggest topics that we talk about here on the show. Also, don't forget to check out improvephotography.com for news, gear, and other photo tip articles. Thanks so much for the download. Talk to you guys soon. Photo taco.
views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of Improved Photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a permission is reserved. Olay!